Hello and welcome to the 16th episode of the No Bullshit Health and Fitness Podcast with Coach Lacey. I wanted to hop on in a quick one really fast today. I did a story over on my Instagram this morning and it just hit so good. I wish I would have started it with a podcast, but just talking about realistic expectations, wanting to meet certain goals in your fitness journey and what that really looks like. And this all kind of stemmed from me watching Usain Bolt. I don't know if you guys know who that is. He is a runner and he had made a quote um, or he was being interviewed, I should say. And he said that he trained for four years to run for nine seconds and people quit after not seeing results for two months. And this just hit really hard because this is something that I'm constantly trying to bring awareness around not only to my clients, but to my Instagram. And it's a hard place to tread in this fitness space because, you know, the marketing for health and fitness is all sexy. It's quick fixes and pills and wraps and coffees and all of this stuff. And unfortunately, if it were that easy, if there was a magic teaspoon of stuff that you can take, a magic wrap, a magic pill, a magic coffee that melted the fat away and gave people, you know, the dreams of their body, or if there was fat burning workouts, then literally everybody that you've seen in the gym or everybody walking around on earth would be living the healthiest, most fit lifestyle walking around with their dream body. And if you look around, not only is that not the case, but statistically we have the highest rate of heart disease and obesity and diabetes that we have literally ever seen. Um, and that's because these things, especially these quick fixes and magic pills that people want because they want the, you know, the results handed to them on a silver platter is not only not a thing, but it's actually causing issues. It's causing people to yo-yo. It's causing people to under eat and then have metabolic issues and hormonal issues and things along those lines. And I think that, What Usain Bolt said as far as he trained for four years to run for nine seconds, but people quit after two months of not seeing results. Two months isn't even hardly touching the surface of the amount of time it takes to make health and fitness a part of your actual lifestyle, to make it a part of your actual identity. And so what I mean by identity is it's now a part of you. It takes so much longer than most people think, one, to even see the results that most people are actually wanting. You know, they're going on Instagram, they're going on Facebook or TikTok, and they see these health and fitness models or influencers, and one, not understanding that some of them are even on anabolic steroids, or two, the amount of time and effort that it actually takes to see these results, and then the time and effort that it takes to keep these results. Instead, they see it, and they want it, and they want it now, and if it doesn't happen, exactly when they want it to, or they're not seeing results as fast as they want to, they just quit. And that is just not going to happen. There's this weird sense of fear of failure. And this is where a lot of people get hung up. You know, people start to maybe see a little progress by doing things a sustainable way. They feel failure and they quit. And I just really hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the only way that you can fail in a fitness journey is by quitting. And people do it all the time. They have this immense fear of failure, but then they quit. That is failure. In my book, the only way you fail is by quitting. Because in a health and fitness journey, you're gonna, you're gonna fuck shit up. 
You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall off track. You're going to have hard times where things aren't perfect. And that is where the learning happens. This is where we learn to build strategies. And I think where a lot of people kind of lapse here is they think it's all or nothing. They think it has to be exactly this way. And then they're overwhelmed and then they're not consistent and they're not seeing results. And they're like, this is miserable. And I don't know why I'm doing this. And then they just quit instead of learning to pivot, to look at the places in their journey where it's not always going to be 100, hardly ever, especially if you're here, you're probably a very busy driven woman or a very busy driven mom. And you're not going to be able to give 100% all the time to a fitness journey. You have kids, you have work, you have a husband, but that doesn't mean that you don't give anything. That just means that you learn to pivot and find the strategies that work best for you. So often, I have people come into my DMs and they want to do this. They want to do that. They want to lose 65 pounds, but all they do within that message, and this is okay, right? Like this is, this is where we get stuck and this is how I help people. But in that message, like I'm too busy. I can't do this. I can't do that. And it's like, whoa, whoa, let's take a step back because I see this all the time with people that are struggling that the only thing that they're thinking about in their mind is what they can't do. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't control this. They're, they're dwelling over the things that they can't control. And there's something very simple here that we can do to change this mindset and start pivoting to the all or something mentality that's going to help you have a strategy that works in any phase of your life, even the hard seasons to maintain a fitness journey. And that's focusing on what you can do, even if it's not perfect, even if it's not even remotely close to perfect, it's never going to be perfect. Even if it's 20% out of 100 is going to be better than not doing anything at all or constantly going through this quitting cycle. Why quit and completely stall results when you can pivot, do less, better, and yes, maybe progress is a little bit slower, but it's still fucking progress. Like, Why are we going through this quitting game, trying to do all these extremes, and then quitting when we could just pivot reel ourselves in, take a step backwards, downplay a little bit so that it works into whatever phase of life we're in and just continue to show up in some way, focusing on what we can do. Okay, you can't get a 45-minute workout in today because shit hit the fan, the kids got sick, you had to go get somebody from school, your dog died, your mom died, whatever it is. And now, instead of saying, I can't do this, I can't do that, you're saying, okay, you're shifting that focus to what can I do? How can I show up today even if it's little? Okay, can't get a 45-minute workout, maybe I'm doing a 10, 7-minute you know, arm wrap workout, as many rounds as possible. You know, maybe I'm doing a wad of the day, something short. Maybe I'm doing a quick 10-minute squats, push-ups, pull-ups, something very simple that I can get in in a matter of seconds. Maybe I can't do that today and that's fine, but I'm not going to focus on that. I'm focused on what I can do. Can I control my nutrition? Can I control this? Can I control that? And then instead of dwelling over all of the things that you can't control, you start to shift your mindset to a more gratitude-based way of thinking of what you can control. Drop all the other balls. Sitting here and constantly dreading over the things that are completely out of your control. Yes. Can you feel them? This is where it's so hard because there's like this boundary line, right? Like feelings are important and you want to feel that shit because you start pushing it under, you become resentful, whatever that may be in your life. But here's what's important. I call it like the five or 10 minute rule, depending upon the person, because I'm a very emotional driven being. Like if you don't know me, I am. I cry when people make it through the next round of American Idol and I am a very positive person, but I'm very emotional. And when shit hits the fan and it's out of your control, but it sucks, right? Because it's not okay to just not feel it. You want to feel it, feel that shit, be upset about it, cry your heart out, beat the dashboard, scream into the pillow. I don't give a fuck, but do it for five or 10 minutes. And then realize 
you let that out, you talk about it, you work through it however you want to, and then let it go because you cannot control it. And the longer that you sit there and let it ruin everything over something that you can't control, the longer you're going to stay stuck. You control the things that you can control. You focus on the things that you can do and get your mindset out of this gutter of what I can't do, what I can't control. And this, I can't, I can't, I can't. Because here's the thing. If you say that you can't, you won't. And if you say that you can, you will. And those mindset changes and those types of talking to yourself make a huge difference. So with that really being said, reverting back here, two years, when we're talking about realistic expectations to have this become something that's not easy, right? Health and fitness, showing up for workouts, motivation is bullshit. Nobody's motivated all the time. You're not always going to feel motivated. It's going to be up. It's going to be down. It's going to be up. It's going to be down. You have to learn to just show up. And that consistency and repetition in that is over a severe lengthy time. Two years at minimum is how it becomes a part of your identity. Yes, they say, oh, you could build a habit in 21 days and then, you know, whatever, 70 days and 90 days, great and all. But I guarantee you right now to see the results that you want to see and then learn to maintain them and have them habitually built into your life is two years minimum. So we have to stop focusing on this quitting bullshit and start focusing on the fact that this is not an end goal. It's a journey. It's not a destination because you can continue to see the results that you want to see and then quit and then you revert backwards and you start all over again. Stop doing this and learn how to pivot, learn how to adjust the strategy based off whatever's happening in your life so that you're still showing up in some sense and you never fail. You literally can never fail. And then what happens? You're always staying consistent because you're adjusting what that plan looks like to your lifestyle. This is what I do for my clients in my MFMM group coaching program. We start to learn the foundation. We start to learn strategies that work and then how to move forward from that foundational uh, set for health and fitness and then add more when you can and when you make have to make adjustments and pivot. Like it's detrimental for you to understand that it doesn't have to be 85 to 100% all the time. If shit hits the fan, sometimes you're backing off and you're still working through. Sometimes you're going to fall off track and that's okay. You learn to get back on track um, and working through these mindset barriers. But at the end of the day, we have to understand this is a journey, not a destination. You're looking for a lifestyle here. If you want to stop chasing the summer body, if you want to stop trying to work out because you have a vacation coming up, then you have to learn to stop quitting and start pivoting and adjusting your strategies when life gets hard. Because I can tell you right now, if you can show up and learn to build a strategy, pivot and adjust what you're doing when shit is hard, you will always be able to do this. And I hate to break it to you, but life is hard a lot of the times. We are busy. We are driven women. We are busy, driven moms that wear a lot of hats and we do a lot of shit. And if we continue to let this busyness control our lives instead of finding the solutions for it, learning the strategies that work best for us, maybe cutting back and doing what we can, then you're always going to stay stuck because excuses will always be there. They will always be legitimate. You have to start thinking and being solution-based, thinking how you can, not how you can't, thinking what you can control, not what you can't control, and then showing up. Continue to show up and stay consistent and over time, stop focusing so much on wanting these overnight results after years of 
pregnancies or neglecting your body or shitty habits, you know, you're doing this, you have, you've had four kids. So you've been pregnant for almost four years of your life. Maybe you breastfed. There's another four years or five years added onto that. And then you come in and think that your body and your life is going to change in a matter of two or three or four or five or six months. And that's just not the truth. The, the sooner that we can get through our heads that this is a long journey and it's going to take time and we continue to show up instead of quitting the first off the more enjoyable this all becomes and second off that's how we find strategies to where it's not extreme and overwhelming for us and learning that this is not all or nothing approach this is the all or something approach and doing something no matter what it is and continuing to show up consistently is how we see results and how we start to make this a part of our lifestyle or aka our identity where it's just built into us so this is kind of just me rambling. Um, I didn't even have notes at all here. I just wanted to get on and get this on a podcast because I feel like it's just extremely important. If you found this helpful day, first and foremost, thank you for listening. I'm here because you guys listen. I appreciate you all. Um, I appreciate you listening. And if you feel like this helps you or it could help somebody that you know, please share, um, download, all of that good stuff. And I hope that you all have an absolutely fantastic day.